Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing? Uh, pretty damn good, actually. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. Anything exciting happening in the last week? Uh, not really. Like, no, honestly, no, besides, no. like, you know, v- video games, like... Yeah, there's been some good stuff coming out this week, like news-wise, but yeah, we'll get to that soon. Um, yeah, I've had a pretty uneventful week. It's been pretty... We got back to D&D, which was fun. Cool. That was good. Yes, we've had like three weeks off from our, our group, but we finally got together again this week. I think we're getting together again next week, which is good. I made some awesome peanut butter and uh, chocolate fudge so for, for the group. That was good. Went down well. That's about as exciting as my life's been this week. <laughs> uh, but we're here to talk about video games because that's kind of our thing. Uh, shall we get into what we've been playing? I think it's a good place to start. Sure. Would you like to kick us off this week, Kyron? Sure thing. I mean, yes. so let's just start us off with a pretty big preface. I have been okay. rushing as much as I can through Prey at this point. Right. Because I haven't yep. finished it yet. And yep. tomorrow it gets thrown aside in a pile of things I may never go back to because a new Fire Emblem comes out. Of course, So, yes. sorry, Prey, but you're not Fire Emblem. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, and also, I've been also madly rushing back through Twin Peaks as well. So, uh, Prey's been, like, battling for my attention. Uh, I'm nearly yep. finished, and I am enjoying it still. I just keep getting yep. distracted by side quests as I'm going through Talos, or I'll see, like, a little room. I'm like, how do I get into that room? And then... That leads me on a freaking one-hour sidetrack around the entire space station, which is meaningful because areas just repopulate with enemies. So, yep. So it's not like you're just like rushing through. Yeah. It. So you're still gonna plan your way through, and it's not like another like, like you would clear an area and be like, "Cool, this is now safe. I declare this area safe." It's like, no, you come back and there'll be new enemies because that's yeah. what happens. <laughs> I I um I actually played the demo. I forgot to tell you that I did play the demo of of it. Um, and yeah, I get what you mean, like of it being having to carefully trace your way back through areas and stuff like that. I I, I could see how that would be a, a thing that would happen later on in the game, just from the hours that I played. Yeah, well, I mean, um, at the point I'm I'm up to, I've thrown, I've got some pretty decent abilities now, which lets me have some more fun, and I've also had some pretty annoying and tough enemies thrown at me as well. Right. So it's 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 constantly keeping me on my toes for the most part. Uh, there's an enemy that pops up. Some, like, as you start altering yourself more, there's an enemy that can track you down, and a little timer will pop up saying, basically, evade or kill this enemy in the next two and a half minutes, or, you know... Oh, I, Jesus. Yeah. So that, that thing basically... Comes and goes, but basically, the, I guess how it works is the more you upgrade yourself in a particular way, it can find you easier. So, oh, you know, right. the game gives you plenty to worry about, which is cool. Uh, and I'm definitely enjoying it. But Fire Emblem's tomorrow, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's got eight priorities, man. I know. It's, it's, gotta... it's the year of priorities. Like, you know, I still, we've all I had still to like... Horizon and Nier just... But Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem tomorrow. Fire New Emblem. Amiibo. Oh, of course, yeah. Going in. No, it's going in hard this this weekend. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, cool. I, 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 the one thing that I want, I took away, well, not the one thing, I took away a few things from the demo that I, I actually really want to play the game now. Um, that that the title sequence in the helicopter was really cool. Yeah, I I feel bad because that entire sequence I kept looking at like some of the the detail in the the world and just going, ah, it doesn't look very good. Yeah, but I like the yeah. way it used like the the text to spell out like the developers and stuff like that as you flew over. Yeah, I really liked that, I was, and I, I, I that that Mick Gordon soundtrack as well. Oh yeah, definitely. But I was always uh, really good out of the corner of my eye. I could just see the featureless world, and I'm like, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> Land yeah, helicopter. Like, no, no, no. They're like, no, no, no. Look at look at the look at the titles. Look at the titles. You're like, oh, but it's really noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> then you land, no, and you get into that very first segment, and I was immediately hooked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Especially the the, the, the when you're taking the tests and stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I definitely, I definitely want to get to it. It's just not going to be anytime soon. I just know that, especially with what I've been playing this week. I think it might be a little bit more. I might have bitten off just a tiny bit more than I thought I could chew. I'm not sure yet, but well, we'll get to that soon. I mean, I've, I've spent so far, my game, my game time is at 55 hours of me just mm. crawling around Talos, just look, looking at everything and reading everything and finding as many of the like, employees as possible. And yeah. it's just adding up as time that is not wasted, but oh boy, I, I didn't think I'd hit 55 hours in this game, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it definitely didn't seem like the type of game. Like, What's the average length on like a Dishonored game? Like, it was like 30 or 40, oh, maybe? I never played Dishonored 2, and I honestly don't remember anything really about Dishonored 1, so I couldn't tell. Right. Yeah. But, like, Bioshock uh, was, like, probably, like, maybe 15 hours max, right? If I recall correctly. It wasn't I super long. So. Maybe. Yeah, it's about the same length as, like, an Uncharted game, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. It's, yeah, maybe, maybe, like, 18. I mean, you could probably, like, you like probably pad it. it out with some extra stuff. But yeah, it feels like there's like a lot you... of extra stuff to be found in um in prey which is cool oh yeah it's it's great like yeah and the the whole thing of you when you were saying last week about it being like very metroidvania-esque um i definitely got that when it, when you walk into that the first part when you go into your office and you walk into that area and there's like nine doors all yeah. around the area that are all locked and i'm like okay this is the hub area um i'll be coming back here a lot if i play the full game i get this yeah i, um, I like the way it sort of has that and you'll end up, you'll stumble across a key card in a room. You're like, all right, cool. I can go into that room now. Or yeah, even stuff that's yeah. just like blocked up by heavy objects. You've got to upgrade your strength to get into like your leverage abilities yeah. and stuff. So yeah, like I do like that aspect to be, to be exploration in that game. Yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. It's neat. I get, yeah, I just, I'm surprised. I didn't think I would like it as much as I have. Yeah, no, it's good to hear. Like it's, I mean, Arcane, it, it sucks. Like Arcane Studios are doing some great stuff that's just getting pushed aside. Like, just be like bad timing or, you know, it's a sequel to a game that not many people may have played the first one or anything like that. Um, but like critically, these games are doing really well and they're, they're doing some really high quality stuff. But yeah, it's I, I'd like to see them have a very like commercially popular because everyone who's played the game as well as like uh, like people I watch on, online as well have been saying like who've played Prey they're like it's so good it's it's a great game I'm like, that's the tough must thing though like if we're talking like critical or well, critical success obviously yeah it's having no troubles there yeah. but financial yeah. success comes down to striking that that 
perfect point where everyone can play it. And I do believe this isn't a game for everyone. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. Like I was, we had that conversation last week about whether or not I would be able to play it. And so I thought I'll give that demo a go. And uh, and I was like, all right, no, it's okay. I get the whole like, you know, the the, the jump scares coming mainly from the music cues. Yeah, boy, they're loud. I think a patch actually toggled that. Like I think 1.02 came out this Uh, week and it fixed that up. I saw it mentioned in the patch notes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's just the music thing. Because, God, that would be loud sometimes. Just too loud. Oh, yeah. I was playing it on... I usually play, like, when I'm playing games, I usually have the the, the volume up fairly loud. Um, Especially if it's during the day and I'm home by myself. Mistaken, prey. No. Like, I remember you saying that last week. And when the game started, I'm like, I'm just going to turn that most of the way down. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was a good... good, I'm glad I had that heads up note from you yeah i think it was mostly just like an audio balance thing because like the other stuff like the sound effects weren't too bad it just felt like the music was given too much priority so i think yeah don't quote me on it but i'm pretty sure in the 1.02 patch notes i saw something about the music had been toggled right yeah i wouldn't be surprised because yeah it's it punches you in the face oh yeah it is loud yeah they really want you to hear that mick gordon score which is fine they really want you to hear yeah totally okay with that it's really good and yeah, like very like, different, but still had that. I was like, all right, I can still hear that Mick Gordon sound in there from that Doom soundtrack. Um, but obviously, it's a different setting and a different style of game. So they, you can't just have like crazy fucking awesome metal going. I don't think it would fit very well roaming the Talos. I mean, if I had to uh, choose, I'd probably choose the Prey soundtrack as well, man. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, that's yeah, that synth, that's, man. That's... Yeah. Mm. yeah, it is really nice. Yeah, Ooh, that good. that first <laughs> that first song in the when you're going through that that credit sequence in the helicopter was, I was like, oh yeah, it's this like weird kind of like I love it cyberpunky kind of vibe. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind this. I dig it. Um, mm, cool. Anything else this week, Karen? Uh okay. So this the next one I've actually played because of Prey. Because obviously Prey, right. as I was describing it, I have spent a lot of time crawling around that space station just on my own accord and i was yep. kind of in the mood for it's like look you know what i need a i need a tight directed story just to sort of yep just to, i don't to, to entertain me because like probably wasn't boring me but i wanted it's like i want to be told a story tell me a story it's, yeah you, you need a palate cleanser every now and then yeah. especially with games like that like yeah i get that so i went hunting on the playstation store which of course mm-hmm. has been a wealth of like really good cheaper indie sort of games that came out recently yeah, and I, and I narrowed, narrowed it down to a couple, and eventually set it on Giant Sparrows. What remains of Edith Finch? Right, I've been hearing good things. Yes, uh, well, I can confirm that those good things are correct, and it is definitely right. worth your time. But so it's from Giant Sparrow, who made the Unfinished Swan, which I'm, I, which I hope I, most people have played. It's a pretty I cool game. Haven't played. I oh, really, really haven't. Yeah, I, I I've got it because obviously it was a PlayStation Plus game. Mm. I. I I own it, and I'm pretty sure it's got it's crossed by with the Vita now. So I have no excuse why I haven't played that game. I really should maybe I should try and download that and give it a go. It's nifty, like it's definitely a nifty mm. game. Uh, I, I've seen it, and I really liked I really liked what I saw. I was like, this is a really cool concept. But yeah, I just never got around to it. Yeah, I just it's you can see that they've definitely they've learned from that game because Edith Finch definitely eclipses it in nearly every way. Right. Yeah. So it is, of course, a first person narrative game. Mm-hmm. which some people label as walking simulators. Right, of course. Which I'm pretty sure I've brought it up in the past, how that, that title <laughs> just grates with me a little bit. Like, 
Yeah. I'm 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 sure it's not always meant in such a condescending tone, but it just sounds no. like it is. It does sound very condescending, I must admit, but it is it is it is an efficient way to describe what it is, I guess. It's just that yeah, some people are like, oh walking simulator. It's like no. I think we should try and take that back. We need to take it back so it's not so condescending. I don't think it can be done. <laughs> it just sounds bad. But anyway, that's that's, true. that's basically the sort of game it is. Uh, there are some other stuff mixed into it that sort of shakes up a bit. But mostly mm-hmm. you'll find yourself walking around like being told a story, which is fine. That's what I was after. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so it sort of does it. It adds a bit of style to it as you're wandering around like the dialogue that your character is saying will pop up as actual text in the environment. Uh, cool. Which is nifty. And like you'll walk into it and it'll like scatter and fade away and all that sort of stuff. Which sort of oh, nice. it adds a little bit of flair to it, so you don't feel like again, not that I have a problem with being told a story in this way, but some people might find just straight walking boring. Right. And having like the text there sort of in the world helps. Sort of like a, a weird kind of like subtitle option that's Yeah. Within the world. That's cool. I like that. So I don't want to spoil the game's story or like okay. much about it at all really because it's one of those games that I think if you're going to try it you should really go in as blind as you can okay but basically the general synopsis is it's based around the Finch family and a series of mysterious tales that sort of exist because of them and whether they're tall tales or truth is really I think up to you once you play it okay and it's it's, it's hard because there's some those are actually the parts where the game shines the most. Because again, as I said, the, the game is mostly walking, but in these little these little contained finch vignettes, mm-hmm. sort of get a glimpse into the, to the life of those characters. You know, I, actually, okay, you know what? I will say one thing, because it, okay. it's not exactly a yep. spoiler, because I'm pretty sure the trailer says it. Okay. But basically, the finch family has a bit of a problem with uh, dying. Right, yeah. I think that is that's part of like. I think it was in the trailer. It might even I'm be in, sure. Yeah, it might even be. It might even be in some of the um like press notes and stuff like yeah, that. I, that have been I recall a quote yeah. like "someone always dies" in the end or something like that. Yeah. So most of the stories revolve around that, and that's kind of what makes it so interesting. There's some really, there's some really good stuff in there. They're they're not yep. all wins. There are a couple that I thought a little bit boring and not super interesting, but. On the other hand, there's there's one in particular that I think of which I really enjoyed and can sort of relate to it in a way, not as extreme as the okay. game has it, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting little game, Joel. Mm. Only a couple of hours long, so it's definitely on my radar. It's definitely something I think I haven't got to that to the point in the game that I've been playing this week yet where I do need a palate cleanser, but it might be on the cards. I'm not sure. Um it's either that or I go and drop $75 on Mario Kart, but we'll we'll see. Well, I, mean, I definitely, it's something I want to pick up. The argument there is, I guess, like $75 versus $30. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely something, I, I remember seeing that first trailer and going, huh. And then hearing it was by the guys from Unfinished One. I was like, huh, okay. Um, There's also so, a very cool moment that actually ties Edith Finch into the Unfinished One. So... Oh, which that's is cool. also very cool, which I really like. That's awesome. I guess going back to like you saying about like uh, the the the, the fin- uh, Finch family 
having a problem with dying and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the title, I guess, is called What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah. So I, I guess that's, you could kind of maybe argue that it's it's there in front of you, but I don't know. I, I, I That's about as much as I know about the game. Like I, I would say I've, that's where you should keep it at, really. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to keep it at at the moment. And it's been good, like all the, the, the content that I've been, well, I... The, the frame trap episode from Easy Allies, I did skip through quite a bit of. Oh, cool! Um, to get... So you skipped the Edith Finch stuff in that first? Yeah, I did because I was like, because I it was I think it was just after you told me that you'd played it and you said you were really enjoying it, and I got to that when they were saying, "Oh, cool, we're gonna do." It. I think you'd said as well, "Be careful with frame trap this week." Yeah, like they, and I said, "Yep, they do." Skip through. They did preface it, but yeah, they do spoil yep. a couple of things. So you did the right thing by steering clear of it. Yeah, I did skip through. So I, it's I I I definitely want to get to it. I think. Yeah, it's intriguing me. So, and I do need a good. I haven't had a good little indie game, like nice tight little indie game for a while. Yeah, like narrative based one. Which, uh, mm. I mean, I've been playing. I, I played a bit more Strafe and stuff, but like that's not not narrative. I was also saying it's not all. like nice air quotes. No. Like <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's 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 a good it's good to de stress. It's fun, like it's good. It's it's good and it's fun, and I really enjoy it. But it's not like it's not the type of game that you're trying to classify here, it's with with good reason. They're both different um, interpretations of nice. Yeah, exactly. They're both indie games, but that's about the, the where the similarities end. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, definitely, I definitely recommend Edith Finch. It's very interesting. I'd love to talk about it more, but spoilers, yep. unfortunately. Yeah, and yeah, this game definitely benefits from going as blind as you can. Maybe I'll maybe I will pick it up in the next couple of weeks, and we'll 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 sort of have a bit of a, a, a we'll go in hard on it, a bit of a back and in forth. a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a bit of a bit of a chat about it. We'll see how we go. Yeah, I mean, because a couple of the a couple of the stories, man, they they get kind of real, and that, then there's some other stuff is- that is like so fantastical. But I was like, I didn't think I'd be doing this when I came into this game. This never right. occurred to me. You saying that though that that's what gets me excited because I like I, I like watching things or listening to things or playing things that do make me feel something. Like um, I've spoken about it before, but I've uh, the, the the you've seen it now actually. It, your name, yes, um, I saw it every name. time I think about that movie. Like it gives me chills, or I, I it I. It makes me emotional, Kyra, every time I think about it. And I just have to I just have to listen to Joel, welcome I, to anime. I, think, I I know, I know, right? But like th- that one in particular, I don't know, just got me really good because it, it's so simple. It's nothing overly complex and it's just very well done. And the music as well. Like I I just have to listen to Sparkle, which is the song that plays. Okay, I'm gonna preface this here. If you want to watch your name, stop listening now. Skip ahead about 30 seconds to a minute and then you'll be fine okay stop listening now but sparkle the song that plays during the uh when they meet on top of the the crater yeah yeah that song every time like it i was driving home from bendigo one night in the car by myself and i was almost home i knew my wife was gonna be home i was almost there that song came on just randomly on my spotify in my from my playlist i have and like i welled up i started to get teary at that song and so I love I love things that I can hit me with such an emotional resonance. And so that's what, you saying that makes 
has pushed that game to the top of my priority oh, list now almost. Anime that makes you real, man. Like, I'm still reeling from, like, the last two episodes of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Even though I it's knew got- what happened was coming for so yep. long. like I need to catch up in that, actually. Seeing it play out in anime form with the amazing soundtrack and yep. accompanying visuals. Oh, still, I, uh, still feeling the betrayal. I, I need to catch up in that, but I love that every every like Monday or Tuesday in our group chat, you're oh, always just like, oh. "Attack on Titan was good this week, guys," so and that's good. it. And then so we, good. we go through. Everyone looks at it. We're like, "Yep, cool, Karen's that's, that's our weekly update from Karen here's, about here's how an good ama- is Attack on Titan." He's an amazing gif of how incredible the animation is now. Look at that sequence. <laughs> so. uh, now I I need to catch up in that. Actually, I need to do that. Yeah, well, I think it was. Uh, I want to say episode. Six, like the last right. two or three minutes of episode six are insanely intense. <laughs> oh, it's, that sounds like Attack on Titan. It does, doesn't it? But like, yep. it sounds like Attack on Titan. Oh. It hurts, man. Oh. It hurts. Again, I knew yep. it was coming. It still hurts. Yeah. Anyway, yep. that's that's anime. anyway. What remains of Eden Finch? Mm. Um. No, I. I. It, like. Like I said. Like you saying that. Saying that certain elements of the game will hit home and. and uh, and sort of hit close to home as well. That excites me in like a weird, morbid way, I guess. Like I, I, I like having those because to me that 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 just like legitimizes video games as something that's important. People can get something like this out of it that that normally people like would look at video games and go, they're just for kids. It's you know Mario and Sonic and all that kind of stuff. It's like no, there are people out there that are making stories and making things that are important, do need to be told, uh, for whatever reason. And it's, that's fucking cool. I love that. Yeah. And just how, and just how different the, each of the vignettes is. Mm. Oh, I just want to, I just want to say so much. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I'm, I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it in the next All couple. Right. Maybe even I'll get it this week. Actually, that's not, I might, I might leave it with me. Going. <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> that's honestly, that's what I've been playing this week. Cool. But uh, how about you, Joel? What have you been playing, even though I know the answer to this already? Yes. So, Kyron, I've finally, finally got around. Now Now I've got Persona out of the way. Not that I was trying to rush through it or push it through or anything like that, I, but it's done. Like, my first playthrough, anyway, is done, and I need a bit of a bit of a breather from it just to sort of process it all and let it all sink in. Um, but I will go back to it. I, I actually, I finished it, and then the next day... Ash finished it, so I watched the end again. Basically, the last like two or three hours, I watched again, which I was totally okay with. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I, I even played tonight. I, I was I was DJing. I set up my work, and I even dropped uh, "Wake Up, Get Up, Get Out There" during the set, and no one in the venue knew what it was except for one girl that I work with, who I had like basically worked with her the other night and nerded out about Persona and was like. This, this and then these are the character and then this is the whole thing and then like started going down that rabbit hole of telling her about everything and I was playing some of the music and when she came in she's like oh you're gonna play some you're gonna play some Persona songs and I'm like actually I do have one on my USB to play and so I decided I'd play it um but yeah but apart from that now it's out of the way uh I've borrowed a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn of a very good friend Liam Gordes um who is very generous enough. He's not playing it at the moment because he's very, very busy. Um, if you're in Melbourne and you can get a booking, uh, go and check out Holy Moly Golf Club. It's it's a mini golf bar. What more do I need to say? I've been. It's fucking incredible. Like, it's 
it's actually insane how cool that place is. Um, but he works there, so he's been very flat out. They've been doing very well. Um, and he mentioned that he had a copy of Horizon Zero Dawn that was just gathering dust, and he said, do you want to borrow it? I said, yes, please. I actually really want to play that. So uh, I've played mm, maybe maybe like six or seven hours, I'd say. Actually, probably more than that now. I don't know. I've played quite a bit of it. Um, still only scratched the surface. Uh because there is a lot to this game. I knew that... I, I'd heard that there was a lot to it. Um, and I'm going to not talk about it much, because I know you want to play it. It's sitting um, there the second I finish. Yeah. I guess now Fire Emblem. That's it. Yeah. Once I finish yeah. Fire Emblem, Horizon is next. Yeah. It's uh, it's really good. It's... it's. I was I was wondering whether or not, A, it was going to be overhyped for me, because it's been like, what, three, two, three months now since the game out? Two months since it came out? Um, and you have played Zelda as well. Exactly. So there's all these comparisons going around and all this sort of stuff, and I was worried that I wasn't going to enjoy it as much. Half an hour in, or like the first hour, I was like, no, nah, I'm in. I'm totally in on this. It's, it's great. It's I'm not comparing it whatsoever to Zelda. I still think Zelda is an amazing game. I think from what I've played of Horizon, it's an amazing game. Um, the only problem I'm going to have when I play it is, I, and it's not even, <laughs> it's not Horizon specifically, it's going yep. forward every single game that is open yep. world, but I can't climb everything. Get back to the drawing board and let me climb everything. Yeah. Well, look, I, it, I must admit, you can you can like Skyrim horse your way around the place. Um, not that sort of fun I, like, or anything. <laughs> I no, no, I know, I know. It's not. It's not an obvious. Freaking Skyrim climbing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, running you know, into climbing around. And- Jumping. Yeah, basically, and just jumping and like you know, just clipping your way up the hills. Yeah, it's not, and it's not so much clipping. It, I actually think like the way that the rocks are, it doesn't feel like you're clipping up. There's only a couple times where I'm like, oh, I was jumping on nothing then. <laughs> like, but most of the time, I'm like, like Aloy's feet are landing on something, and I'm jumping from that point to the next point. Um, so like it, I'm, you know, it gets a pass there, I guess, but um. Like, the game is really good. Like, the, it starts off, like, as your Aloy, as a, a, a young kid. Um, some stuff happens. You get introduced to the world, um, which is basically machines have taken, not taken over, but, like, have sort of become sentient and, and have a mind of their own. Um, and I'm su- uh, assuming that there's some underlying thing that's going to be the reason for that. Um it does it it dangles that carrot in terms of like what's going on in the story very early on um but i'm still not 100% sure i'm still not 100% sure of where it's set either i have a, i picked up a, like a data log and I, I read it and i was like oh okay maybe that's where it is and if it if that's the case i'm like that's really cool um and it makes sense um so yeah it's hard for me to talk again like you like you with uh with Edith Finch like uh, it's hard for me to talk about a lot of stuff um, even though I'm so early on in the game, but the things I can talk about, like combat is really good. That's uh, good. Cause I remember when I played the demo, yeah. I wasn't super impressed by the combat. I, it's, it's more so like the game gives, I, I guess probably going back to prey as well. The game gives you so many ways to deal with things. It's like, all right, like you'll be walking along and you'll, you'll see, uh, you'll see like a, a machine over in the distance and you go, all right, cool. Open up my focus. 
like scan it and go, all right, it's a, it's a, a I don't know, a scrapper. All right. And it, it'll like in the, the focus little thing, it'll like give you a bit of a rundown about what it's weak to at certain points as well. Like certain components and elements of, of the, the machines are weak to different things. So like that really goes, all right, cool. How am I going to attack this situation? Uh, it looks like there's some watches around as well, which are like other little machines. I could take them out from a distance, like what, cause you hide in like tall grass, which um, the, the one thing about the tall grass is really good. The tall grass is all that you can hide in is always red. Like the tops of them are red, which is great because if you've seen Aloy as a character, she's a redhead. So when you're crouching down in these, like it makes sense because she cut like her hair blends in with the tall grass. And I was like, oh, that's a cool little feature. It's a cool little, uh, little like detail in the game. Um, well, it's acknowledging what most games don't, where it's like, hide in the long grass, even though you yeah. stand out really badly. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, she's still wearing like these strange outfits and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it all makes sense in terms of the universe as well, but or the, the world that it's set in. Um, but yeah, like just that little feature of like, I, as soon as like the first time I like crawled into long grass and I like sat there, I, it sort of clicked. I went, huh, that's cool. Like that makes sense. Like, cause I couldn't see her hair blended in really nicely. I was like, huh, I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, from there you can like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll take out these watches like with my, like my long distance bow, I guess. I can't remember what it's got, the sharpshooter bow. So it's like, like a sniper one. It's slower to, to, uh, reload and like to fire and what's it called? Notch. Yeah. The, not, notching the, arrows. Not, yeah. Notching arrow. Um, so it's, it's slower to notch the arrow, but it's, uh, you, you get a little bit more of a zoom in and it's a, a more of a long distance okay. arrow. So, I actually have a question for you about the zooming in. Okay. Now I watched my housemate play, not, I tried to avoid looking at the screen too much, but I yeah, saw right. him playing a fair amount of horizon where he would be in combat and trying to zoom with a bow. And for some reason, vegetation would just obscure his view. Yeah. Okay. So camera stuff. I, I had a bit, I had a bit of a problem okay. with, I, I, not a huge problem. It seemed um, annoying. Is what I like from what I could take. Yeah, I haven't had that uh, impact me that much. Um, The one time that it impacted me noticeably was when I tried to use the photo mode, um, and I was trying to take a really cool photo with like Aleo laying down and like the sprawling like vista in the background, Um, and I kept like going down, like like panning down, and it kept getting grass and nothing else. I'm like fucking, all right. And it took me like five minutes to try and angle the shot. Got a good photo though. Haven't shared it yet, um, but it's on my PlayStation. Um, but yeah, it's the only time that I really encountered that in terms of uh, like things getting in the way of me zooming in. Um, the one time I had problems with the camera was uh, I was doing a a thing that I'm not going to say about because it's a part of the game <laughs> and it's really cool uh, and it's it's like sort of. Bit, uh, some of the the the, the stories drip fed through these these certain elements. Um, I was doing something in there and I was sort of platforming around and like yeah, the camera was. I, I was tired while I was playing as well, which wasn't helping. Um, and I'd already like died a few times trying to get to this point, and it was just yeah. But the camera was bugging out a little bit, like I was clipping on things, and yeah, that was annoying me a little bit. Um. But that could have been a situational thing of me just being in a bad mood at that time. Uh, but yeah, like all the, the options that you have about attacking these enemies and 
trying to shoot components off so you can gather more materials to craft different things and and i don't know it's just it every time i see like a new batch of enemies if i've got time i'll be like all right how should i attack at this time like again i was doing a thing where i was fighting some big monster uh big machines um and i was fighting two at once and i kept getting killed over and over again like three or four times i'm like motherfucker i'm not i'm not making any progress here because i keep getting like i'll focus on one and keep getting like ganked by the other and it's just it was that all over and i had not many healing items left um so what i thought i'd do is because you can use traps um so you can craft different kinds of elemental traps so i had like shock traps on me so i chucked a whole bunch of them around this arena area that i was in before i triggered the fight Chuck them down, and then you have another thing called a, a trip caster, which is one of the weapons you can use, um, which again has different elemental ones. I think the ones I've got at the moment are a shock, like tr- um, tripwire, and a blast tripwire, which are pretty self-explanatory. Um, so I just littered the place with traps, and then I went up, triggered the fight, and they came out, and I just sort of ran around in circles, and then like one of them would get stunned, I'd run over and do like a critical hit on it, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I managed to like whittle their health down enough where it, w- it became a more manageable fight, and I was like, ah. And it was kind of, it, it reminded me a little bit of those those elements from Zelda, where it's just like, I'm being smarter than you, game, but it's really like, no, the game intends for you to do that kind of thing, like to play around and to use the tools that they give you to reach an outcome, whether it be lay traps everywhere or fight it head on, um, which I thought was really fun. I, I felt very smart for a second until I had that realization and went, oh, no, the game is designed well. That's why this is a thing. Like, the game is well designed. Uh, I, I like the, the... Another thing I really like as well is the way it deals with, like, uh, health items. So... You get po- you can craft potions as well out of like animals because there's like normal animals running around as well that you can like um, kill and like take their resources to craft different things. Um, like pretty, an, like, like an open world game, pretty much. Yeah, like you know, like like a pretty uh, path of the course for that kind of thing. Um, but so those can be made into potions among other things as well. Uh, so you have potions, which is great. But you also have, like, uh, below your health bar, you have your health bar at the top left, and then below it is, like, a green bar. Um, and that's, like, a, a your medicine pouch, I think they call it. Uh, and so around the world, like, where you're running around, like, picking up resources and stuff like that, you can pick up, like, uh, wood, which you can use for arrows, and all sorts of different things you can pick up. Uh, you can also pick up stuff to add to your medicine pouch. So when you do that, it'll say it'll pop up and say twelve uh, percent added to medicine pouch or twenty four percent. Like it'll give you a, a certain amount, and that green bar will go up. Uh, so if you uh, get injured while you're fighting a giant machine, or just happen to fall down while you were trying to Skyrim jump your way up a mountain, um, you can just hit up on the D pad, and it'll automatically take from that green bar and fill up your health. So it's it's yeah I don't know it's just a simple little thing that sort of. I don't know, it was just different. I hadn't really seen that before in anything that I'd played recently anyway. And so I was like, that's a nifty little inclusion. Um, Because, like, you'd just be running and you'll go, oh, there's a flower, pick it up. Oh, there's another one, pick it up. And you just sort of, like, you don't really break stride. You just sort of, like, stop, pick up, go, keep going. Like, it sort of becomes a bit fluid. Um, uh, the, the, The world is very big. I've only just sort of got to, like, the second area, I guess. Like, it's just opened up a little bit more. Um, but the way the game opens up is really nicely. It starts 
fairly contained and then sort of slowly gradually builds out at a steady pace when you start to become more comfortable with the game. Um, How much freedom do you get like to explore out the gate? Can you go anywhere um, or is it gated? I, not at the not at the gate. I don't know if it's like super gated. Um, I'm gonna try when I play it. <laughs> you uh, yeah, I, I I might even try myself. You probably the machine they they make they do a really good job of making you fear these machines. Um, that to the point that when you encounter them, especially one that you haven't seen before, it's fucking terrifying. Like you you you're running along, you're scanning, you go like, I, what snap more? What I haven't seen what. I, what do I do? And you like you open up your journal and you're like, uh, like reading all about it, going, okay, now I need to hit its blast canisters with fire so it'll explode. Um, 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 and it, you start having like this really like uh, me anyway. I started having like these like really like tense moments, going, what the fuck do I do? I haven't seen this before. Um, that reminds me of some of your encounters in The Witcher. Right. Interesting, you bring that up because The Witcher. I, I like from what I played of The Witcher, it's very prevalent in here, which is really strange because I I didn't I didn't not I didn't hate The Witcher. I didn't like you know dislike The Witcher. I thought it was a good game. I I understand why people really enjoy that game a lot. It's just that there is a lot of game there. It's and it it, it can be a little intimidating. Uh, Horizon's getting to the point where it's for me anyway. I'm I'm starting to go all right. Let's ease up a little bit, but it's still being drip fed relatively like the pace of it's still really dealt with quite well so i'm i'm not feeling super overwhelmed um whereas in the witcher i did i was like oh and especially considering it was the because i played witcher 3 wild hunt it's the third in a series that has already you know based on a series of books that has like very 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 dense lore yeah um, and a lot of it wild hunt was handled handled in a way where you could pretty comfortably come in as a first time, that's true. No, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I don't know. I still felt a little overwhelmed with it as well. I, I, and again, I still really enjoyed the game uh, from what I played of it. I was just like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can keep playing. I got to a point where I was like, No, I'm good. Like, I've experienced this game now. Like, I'm not super invested in like wanting to see what happens next. Um, which may seem a little blasphemous to some people. I don't know, but. It, I don't know. That, that, that's that's right. Yeah, and that, I've I've heard that. I just you know, well, maybe I'll have an opportunity to. That's not going to happen. Experience it. <laughs> that, um, that's like a that's another hundred hour game, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Horizon comes out with there's a lot of lore. It builds the world quite well, but I guess it has the added advantage of being the first in a new franchise, so they can sort of set up all this stuff. Um, and the way that they, they, they deal it out is pretty pretty good. I actually quite like it. Um, there's obviously, yeah, it's, um, your typical fare of like um, like hologram data logs and like audio data logs and text data logs and all that sort of stuff. Um, open world game. Littered around the world. Again, yeah, like an open world game. Um, but the difference between like me with other games and this one is I'm actually like finding myself reading a lot of the stuff because I... I I'm at that point where I still don't know what's going on. Like, I still don't know what happened to the world to get to this point. And I want to know. Because they sort of don't... They, I guess the people that are inhabiting the world at that time, they don't know, really. Um, which is why Aloy is such an important character and an interesting character because 
you're she's discovering all these things and and that the world that she lives in there's a there's a bigger meaning behind it um and so you're she's discovering that the same time you are as the player of her uh if that makes sense sort of rambling a bit now um but other little things to do like the 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 witcher um comparisons as well was uh the fact like when you're hunting uh these machines so you can go into your focus and you like i said you can see a little bits and pieces about the 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 certain enemy that you've highlighted you can also hit r1 and it will highlight their their walking track so they'll they'll obviously their their cycle that they're on so you can formulate your plan of attack from that as well and go, all right, cool. It goes over between those two rocks over there. So I could set up some trip casters there. Um, there's some long grass next to it so I can hide there. When it gets tripped up, I can run over and attack it that way. Um, so you can start to sort of formulate plans in your head um, using that path. They also use it in some quests as well where you're like, it's like a follow this, per- like, you know, find out what happened to this person. You go to a location and you find it. There's an item there. You scan it with your focus. It'll pop up with like a, like a trail almost. And it reminded me of the Witcher, like when you're using Witcher sense and you see like the footsteps of whatever your, it is you're hunting. Yeah. When you're tracking um, stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's sort of the same sort of um, thing here. Uh, but look, it's a really good game. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really excited to see where it's going and what happens with it uh and what i want to get more answers basically uh which is good uh and the last thing i think i'll probably touch on that i can think of off the top of my head that i really enjoyed about it um is the the facial capture like the the facial animations uh and the character models are just like they are no joke they are really good um Aside from a couple of uh, like lip sync issues that I've had, um, and your typical sort of like generic movements of people while you're having conversations, that that Bioware like head nod, arms up, head I mean, nod. But you know, Professor did it too. Oh Professor yeah, yeah, like do it. <laughs> yeah, of course, like absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a, I, it's making me go, this game sucks now because it's not because. Oh, I'm detail... also just like making sure we're not just singling out Bioware. Oh no, 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 no. That's just the first one that comes to memory. Like just because I think because I'd played Mass Effect recently. Um, I so... still think about bad the conversations were in Fallout Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At least they're not looking at you straight on, uh, it, it, like they were in like Fallout Three in Vegas and stuff. Like it was still uncomfortable because now you could you could see <laughs> yourself staring at them with your cold dead eyes. That's true. Yeah, that's as they true. stared yeah. back at you. At least, like that, I think that's where it is in in, in Horizon. The eye movements as yeah. well. From what I've seen, uh, the eyes are good. The eyes are really good. Mouths a little bit iffy sometimes, but um, and just the general detail in the like the the facial features and things like that like you can see every single of these people it's really cool uh i really like that and uh some of the voice acting is not great um there are some like npcs that i'm like oh this is not great but uh not enough for me to not like the game i guess um and but i think special mention goes out to ashley birch who plays aloy she's great um, I, I like her anyway, as a, as a person in general. 
Um, I've watched a lot of like, Hey Ash, what you're playing. And I liked her other roles that you've done, uh, such as, um, uh, tiny Tina in borderlands. Um, I, I get why some people don't like her or that game series, but I, I don't know. There's something really fun about her. It's really cheesy and crass and fun. Um, but to hear, I do like this really sort of, um, probably more akin to, is it, is it, she play in, uh, Life is Strange? Is it Max? Oh, the main character, Ma- Maxine, Max, Maxie? No, she plays Chloe. the other one. Chloe, that's it. Yeah, she plays Chloe in Life is Strange. Um, it's I did, a, I did a lot of things for Chloe in that game. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that world um, will never be the same. Right, right. Uh, I need to go back through that as well. Um, but yeah, she's she's fantastic in this. Um, and there's a lot of, like, obviously, like I said, there's a lot of lore and dialogue that stuff that they go through. Um, so to hear her range and, and hear this character trying to figure out what's going on in this strange world um, is cool. She's really good. But overall, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm excited to play more and finish this game and see... Get some uh, some answers, basically. So that's the end of my rambles for the week. Obviously, I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. So I have two things that always that always pop in my head when I think of this game, but just make me a little bit mad. Uh-huh. First of all, I don't like its name. Uh, yeah, look, Horizon uh, yeah. Zero Dawn. I don't think is a good name. It's it's gotten to the point now where it's so ingrained in my like brain, like I don't even think about it anymore. But like when when I do stop to think about it, I, I'm like, oh, it's really Zero bad. Dawn. It's really what? bad. Uh, it, yeah, and I get why it is the case, but <laughs> I don't. I, I'll probably end up laughing more than I should whenever a character refers to Alloy by her name. I'm like, I get it, I get it. It's a yeah, your Alloy, your Alloy. I I get you it. You do know, you do know the name of the person who raises her as well, right? No, tell me, Joel, what is it? <laughs> His name is Rost, R O S T. But what does that sound like? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that clicked like halfway through, like the the first like oh boy, about half an hour in, and I was like, oh okay, I get it. Oh boy, I see what you did there. I okay, that's gonna make I it sa- tricky for me to take it seriously at the gate. I said it out loud, and that's when it clicked. I was like, Ross, r- r- mm. oh god, <laughs> damn it. So yeah, look, it's not a perfect game, but it is still very good. It is very good. I'm very impressed with what Guerrilla Games have come out with. I mean, these are the guys that made the Killzone games, which were serviceable. Hey man, Killzone, Killzone Two is still one of my favorite shooters. I just yeah, really like enjoy they're Killzone good. 2. They're good, um, but like for them to sort of go, all right, we're doing an open world, new IP in a weird, like slightly mechanical, but not really, but medieval, but not really, but fantasy, but not really, and all these different things going on and it so far it works like it, it works really well like all the combat is really great uh, i enjoy like running around places um that's one other thing that, that's really cool as well so obviously getting around comparing it to other open world games especially things like zelda um in those games you have ways of getting around whether it be by cars or horses or things like that um in this you can you get a, a, a feature to override some of the machines um and there's a uh, one of the machines is called a strider, which is basically a horse. It's a horse. So what you, yeah. So what you do is you sneak up on it, you override it, and then that becomes your your mount for the time. So basically, that's the way that you tame horses. And I'm like, that's cool. Like it makes 
it's like in context uh, and it's really cool. It's really fun sneaking up and then like doing the little thing and then uh, jumping on. The other cool thing about it is as well, while you're on that horse uh, or that strider, that strider has uh, its abilities that it has as a normal strider. So you can use it like hind legs to kick enemies behind you or you can use it to like rush forward and dash at other enemies as well um, and knock over other machines, which is cool i was like ah, oh, that's really i have other options on my horse now which is cool but it's great um I, i'm sure you've all everyone's already heard that by now that it's, it's a really good game and it's worth playing but i mean if you have a ps4 you probably should get this game or at least try it out because it's very impressive and very fun and it's you know it's a new ip which a new successful ip i think as well interested to see what gorilla's going to come out with next uh, which will be Horizon 2. Horizon 2 is what Gorilla's going to come out with next. <laughs> Horizon Horizon 1 Dawn. I I don't know. If it, if that was like if that was for some reason the name of the game, I wouldn't play oh. it. Out of principle I wouldn't play that game. Yeah, I I'd have to I'd have to second guess question like second guess my uh my commitment to it. Especially like I probably would have finished Horizon Zero Dawn by then I'd be like oh, you made a good game, but you just fucked it up here, haven't you? Just can we not do that? Just get someone else to name your games. It's fine. Like, I won't, yeah, we yeah. won't judge you. I don't even know the reason. Like, I get why some like some games have like weird. Like, I mean, like Prey. It's like it's based off an like another IP, like another franchise that was supposed to have a sequel but got cancelled. But then this game came out and has nothing to do with it. It's just name. Um, and I'm assuming down the track, that's probably what's going to happen with Scalebound after this week as well. Oh, boy. Like, you know. We didn't even put that in our news because we don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, it's just like, yeah. But, I mean, if you haven't heard, like, Scalebound, like, Microsoft basically renewed their, like, trademark on it. And um, there have, again, unconfirmed, of course, but rumors have been circulating that there's a chance that maybe Microsoft have kickstarted development on it again without platinum's involvement i think i was reading cool and it is without any of my interest now so <laughs> that's, that's fine again like the, the rumors of this of course we're like a month out from e3 so rumors everywhere yeah. so who knows but yeah they, they did renew mm, a trademark which was interesting if they came out the gate at e3 and were like microsoft one of their big flagpole like 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 temple titles that they were going to talk about were like Hey, it's Scalebound, guys. And it was like, um, I have questions. <laughs> like that, oh, could you imagine? I, I no, oh. I, I mean, I could sort of, but I I don't know. Like, as, pe- as people are saying, it, it's very easily possible that Microsoft just doesn't want other one, someone else to use that title. It's like, no, this is our yeah, title. So. I mean, it's a cool title. I mean, unlike Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> but call, call that like, Metal, be- no, I've no, got nothing. Don't do that. Uh, don't. It's hard to name games. It's I, okay. I I take it back, Gorilla. I take it back. It's hard to name games. I was trying to think all this time about what I would have called Horizon Zero Dawn instead of Horizon Zero Dawn, and I have nothing. I mean, honestly, I think part of me would have just preferred either just Horizon or even just Zero Dawn. I just think it's a combination, like Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know. Just, I, ah. I think I have a bit of Stockholm syndrome with it now, where I'm just like, I'm okay with it. Like, I, I think I'm okay with it now. Like, I like it because I've just heard it so much and it's just been ingrained into my head. So I'm like, I'm okay with it now. It's fine. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, that's all I played this week and the Prey demo, but we talked about that. So 
Yes. Hopefully, maybe next week I'll have played uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. <laughs> and maybe, um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'm not playing Horizon this week. No, it's not happening, Kyrie. It's, don't, don't. It's even. just Fire Emblem. It's, it's just non-stop Fire Emblem all week this week. Sorry, I'll, Horizon. I'll, I'll just finish, I'll, I'll be finishing Horizon. You'll be like, oh, I've just started. And I'm like, oh, Kyrie. It's going to happen got, at this point. You've got some things. Unless yeah. I just play near first. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I'm still contemplating that too. Anyway. Oh boy, let's get into some news, Kyron. Sure thing. Some some sweet, tasty news. Um, I don't know where that came from. Let's let's move on with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's out there now, Joel. It's, it's, it's just there. It is. And now, and now that oh, we've boy. we've let it dwell, like you just can't edit it out. It's just I there. can't edit it out. It's got it's it's part of it now. It's part of it. It's, it's a part of us. It is. Anyway, speaking of The Witcher, as we were mentioning before. Netflix is apparently developing and producing a Witcher TV series. So, there are a few things about this that are interesting. Uh, it's not going to be based around any of the games. Correct. Like, at all, is it? Correct. Nothing. Uh, it's going to be based more so on the book series by... Uh, where is his name? Death Sound at the bottom. Good luck pronouncing it. <laughs> I'm leaving that to you. Uh... Andres Sapkowski, sure. Sap Sapkowski, Sapkowski. Anyway, I had a go- I gave it a red hot go. Anyway, uh, he wrote eight novels in the series so far, uh, and he's going to be a creative consultant on the series. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, regardless of the fact that that Andres, uh, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it, Andres. Um. Anyway, it's gonna it's gonna kill me now. <laughs> it's gonna haunt you. He's uh he's been sort of in the public eye recently for saying that he thinks that the the Witcher game series has been sort of detrimental to his book sales. Um, but you had an interesting point before about like whether or not he seems to think that um his books influence the popularity of the games and not the other way around. Um. And, and you were saying before that seems highly unlikely. I would argue it's unlikely. As as I was saying to you, like I'm sure if I asked most of the people I know who played The Witcher and were like, oh, "Do you know this was based off a series of books?" They would probably be like, "Huh? This, well, this is the third Witcher game." I'm like, "Yeah, but there's like eight books." They're like, "Oh, yeah, cool." But it's like that when when Game of Thrones first started like skyrocketing with popularity, when lots of people started watching it, like more than people that were just sort of into that thing or into the books people were like oh game of thrones game of thrones and everyone's like yeah there's like four books already like everyone's like what it's like, yeah, it's a book series come on guys catch up like and, i was one of those people i was like and oh, how okay. i like so yeah that was back in the days when we used to say read the books yeah exactly but now it's watch for tv show because <laughs> who knows if you're gonna get finished god damn it Jordan. um but yeah but that's that's an example of that happening right there like of people going what Lots of people didn't realize that Game of Thrones, and I'm, I'm sure there are still people that fucking love Game of Thrones and maybe not realize that there is a book series out there, or maybe just aren't interested in reading the books, which is fair enough as well. Yeah, um, I know I'm one of them. Like I, I, I enjoy. It took me a while to get into Game of Thrones. Like I didn't avoid it, but I just wasn't super interested in watching it. And then I sort of got to the point of season one where I was like, "All right, I'm in. Okay, I get it now." And then I watched the rest of it, but. Like, yeah, I I have no intention of reading the books. 
Um, my wife tried to, and she was like, there's too much, too much going on. Um, books are good. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt that at all, but, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is cool. I mean, like Netflix have been producing some pretty, pretty good stuff lately. Um, especially with like existing licenses and things like that. So I'd be interested to see, like, it could be the, new, it could be the Game of Thrones for when Game of Thrones finishes that we get. Joel, the Game of Thrones for when Game of Thrones finishes are all it's the Game be, of Thrones spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, I real as soon as I finished that sentence, I went, "Oh no, there's so many more Game of Thrones yeah, coming." H- so HBO weren't done with that series yet. No, of course not. Are they? I don't blame them either. Um, oh no, it's money for them. It's just free money, basically. Mm. But like, this is going back to like, I, I, I was interested in the world of The Witcher and and all the stuff that was going on there, but I just. I don't know. I just didn't click with the game that much, so I I didn't go back to it. I just sort of stopped playing it one day, never went back to it. So I I don't know. I'd be interested to see how it'd go with the TV series. Yeah, we don't know much about it. Like we, it, we all we know is it's set in the same world as the Witcher saga is. Yep. It may not even star Geralt. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it's exciting that Netflix is doing it and. This is exciting, though. I just read as well that Thomas Baginski, the director responsible for the intro videos of all three Witcher games, as well as the stunning Cyberpunk 2077 teaser, will direct to uh, will return to direct at least one episode of the show. That's awesome because that Cyberpunk trailer and those three intro movies are fucking awesome. They are awesome. I think the first time I was ever like introduced to the Witcher series was uh, your housemate was showing me the intro video to Witcher 2 on the ship. It's a good intro. Oh, boy. That's... I, I, and we watched it again recently. We were watching, like, top 100 video game trailers, and that was one of them. We were like, yep, absolutely. That is one of the best trailers. It's... I mean, it's an intro video, but still. Um, it, it was released as a trailer, though, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. The um, loophole. Yeah. Because is the intro for 3, was that the, the Banshee one? Or was that just another the trailer? Intro for the, the van- I, do you mean the vampire one in the barn? Oh, the vampire one. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. that was just a trailer. The intro for three was the one with uh, Geralt picking up Yennefer's little crow skull thing, I'm pretty sure. Out of, and like uh, having that flash as to, to what happened before he got there. Right, of course. Yep. And then culminated in him. Yeah, I think that's... I'm pretty. It's been a while since I played Witcher 3. I'm yeah, pretty me too. sure that was for CG opening. And the trailer yep. was the the vampire thing in the barn, which was yeah, an amazing really trailer. Um, really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited because like the the characters and the stuff that happens in the Witcher is really cool. I just I don't know. I never really got into the game, which and it's not nothing against the game whatsoever. I totally get why people love it. I just I sort of don't get why I didn't. Joel, I guess I just we, didn't click with me. Joel, we know why. <laughs> it's not because of that. <laughs> you hate fantasy, Joel. <laughs> It's not because of that. Like, it's not because of that. It might be a little because of that. I'm not sure. Why, jeez, Joel, you seem pretty excited about cyberpunk. Karen, I am very excited about cyberpunk, and I'm probably going to fucking love cyberpunk because it's it's not fantasy. I don't hate it, and I don't, I don't, and I've defended myself so many times. I I get why people love it, and I'm not trying to take away from anyone, but I just go, you suck because you like fantasy. It sounds like that's what you're doing, Joel, I'm pretty uh, well, sure. If that was the case, Kyra, we wouldn't be friends and this podcast wouldn't exist. And I would be a very lonely person because most of my friends would not like me. So, <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. 
it's yeah. You know, I mean, oh boy, but yeah, it's exciting. Um, I hope it's good. I'm looking forward to it. I like, hope it's good. I mean, Netflix has tried with some like they 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 have made some hits, but there's plenty of misses there as well. So. That's very true. Yeah, no, they they seem to be having a good run at the moment though. Has um, anyone watched Marco Polo really? Well. And what's like, the other one? The Last Kingdom or something? Yeah, there's a couple of things. But then you've for every one of those, you've got something oh, I, like, you know, you've got a Stranger Things, you've got a Master of None, you've got... I'm um, also thinking, like, as I think, I think Netflix could position this as sort of like their their Game of Thrones, and that's more of a part I, I was think looking so, at. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's definitely what's going to be... That's definitely what's going to happen here. And if it's, it, it's already with, like, with a name like The Witcher, which a lot of people are already familiar with. That's going to be interesting. How crazy the story of The Witcher is. Like, from, like, a series of novels that I'm pretty sure had to get... Did they have to get translated into English? I'm pretty sure they did. I think so, because like, like... Yeah. Yeah, to, like, a series of, like, games that incre- like got better over time and now, in like, a TV... Like, a Netflix series. Like, crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's What it's a time cool, to be like, alive. What a time to be alive, indeed. Maybe, like, you know... Maybe the future of like other video games media isn't like trying to make a good video game movie. Is maybe it's honestly I've been, I've been thinking about this. Like the more I think about, it, the more I just everything that I love just make a Netflix series. Just make yeah, it a Netflix well, I mean, series. Make like because ever since ever since Game of Thrones, where it's like I'm sure that someone could have made like three or four like two hour three hour Game of Thrones movies. No, thank mm. you. I'll take. 10 hour seasons thank you just sit me down 10 hours of game of thrones for per year like i'm in well i think i think you know with things like lord of the rings like they were like a like a lightning in a bottle situation it's like a lightning in a bottle situation yeah that's what i mean like you know but that was a lightning in a bottle situation where where that kind of thing hadn't really happened before where like splitting movies up can you think of like before lord of the rings really like splitting movies up telling an overarching story i mean Back to the Future is probably the only one that really comes to mind, and even then, like it's only really one and two that are sort of. Do we not count Star directly. Wars? Well, okay, that's true. But well, like, I don't because the, the ones that were out before those original Star, the, the original trilogy, were the prequels, and they don't make sense on any <laughs> level. So, um, yeah, I suppose that's true. But it, I, I don't know. It, it seems to me like Lord of the Rings was one of those ones that was. I mean, especially with like with with, with a pre existing source material, especially as well, that was so dense, and they tried to compact it down into three movies and did a pretty good job of it, from what I can tell. Ah, uh, yes, I really enjoy them, and I'm but I'm sure there, there <laughs> I I can I know there are problems with them, but yeah. for the most yeah. part, they are a I feel a good representation of the story. But but there like, is definitely yeah. like there are places you can go that have a long list of what they didn't do right right yeah i actually suppose then there's harry potter as well that's probably know. more recently as well like i mean yeah I, you can make the same argument of that but i mean I, but you said like you said it incorrectly like you know if they had the opportunity to make like a tv series oh, with man. the budget of something like game of thrones oh, because that's geez. that's the thing that's I that's why it. movies that's why making those like uh, those movies as movies was such a popular idea is because you could get away with spending a lot more back then on a movie more so than the TV show because TV was sort of like for sitcoms and and reality TV and all that kind of shit. Like, there, there, TV wasn't super 
a serious art form, I guess you could say, as much as and it is now. Like, yeah, and then enter like your AMC's and your HBO's with their mm-hmm. their Breaking yep, Bad, Showtime as well, and Game yeah. of Thrones, and yeah. But it's exciting. It I is. There's no idea when it's going to happen. It's cool though. I I one day dream that we'll get the Lord of the Rings told across like a thirty hour TV show. That'd be amazing. Be, I would watch that'd that. Be cool. As opposed, to, as much as I love having a like twelve hours of movies to watch, I would happily take thirty hours of Lord of the Rings. Just give <laughs> it to me. Like, oh Jesus, hook it straight into me. <laughs> oh, Karen. All right. So on to our next news story. Uh, speaking of things that I just don't like, um, Sonic Forces uh, released a new trailer this week, Karen. So that mysterious third Sonic that was in shadows at, at one point, and like we can't see that mysterious Sonic. Apparently, it's a custom Sonic. You can make your own Sonic now. Player avatar. Yep. It'll be a custom hero. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, so I didn't think of this as anything. I th- I thought this was pretty like naff until you. I was talking to you before we started recording, and I kind of get it now go to open up google anyone who's who's, open up google type in your name and the hedgehog and i'm sure something will pop up yep uh it's true like it yeah we tried it the other night but we were waiting for an overwatch match um yeah so i get it like there's obviously there there is a a market for people who want a custom sonic avatar creator this is such a smart move by sega like yeah, I I don't have much interest in the Sonic games, and I'm mostly the games are also kind of panned. But mm-hmm. the fans they do have that will buy up this game are gonna love this. They're so absolutely cool. yeah. so, such a good I think, idea. I never, I didn't even think of that until you mentioned that to me before, and I went, actually, you 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 you're not wrong. I guess that's that, that's the reason why we got things like Sonic Dreams Collection. Yeah, way, oh God. really like oh, i mean harrowing harrowing stuff like sonic that, that, OC. that's yeah like that kind of shit is like obviously that was obviously made as a bit of a joke i, I would assume but there were a lot of people that i would be surprised if they latched onto that as like this is the closest we're gonna get and it's all now so it's cool there's a little trailer that shows it off as well sort of shows you it like the customization options you'll have. Mm. So there's diff- there's different uh, different animal types you can pick as well. So you can be uh, a wolf, a rabbit, cat, dog, bear, bird, or hedgehog. Can you be and they've tails? All got different. Well, I guess if you made your own tails, can you, yeah. So can you just like make a Sonic like a Sonic character? <laughs> I'm sure, surely, surely. <laughs> My avatar is Knuckles. Can I can I make Big the Cat? Oh God. No one and wants Big the Cat. With my, with my froggy. With your froggy? No one wants Big the yeah. Cat. <laughs> Big the Cat is so hilarious. Forget Big the Cat. Mm. Never happened. I can't, though, kind. I can't. I can never unsee Big the Cat, especially after play, like seeing Sonic Dreams Collection. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, so there, you'll have different um, like different items to customize their looks and their different accessories and different... Uh, there's a gadget... Powered by Wispons, uh, which are an evolution of Sonic Colors Color Powers, according to the article on Eurogamer. Um, 
yeah, like I think, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there, Kyron. That there, are, there is a, mar- a very hardcore market out there that will fucking go nuts for this. I mean, here's the thing: I, I we can we can talk about it all we want, but this exact same strategy got me to buy the last two Dragon Ball Z games. That's very true. You are not wrong there. Just yeah, make I- it, make your avatar and fight alongside the heroes. Basically, that's what Sonic's yeah. doing. It's like make your character and be a hero with Sonic. Like, it, yeah, it's genius. Uh, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like, I'm just trying to think of something that I like so much that if they told me I could do that, I'd be totally on. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But, like, yeah, I get it. Like, being being in love with a franchise or something so much that you get to be a part of it in your in, in your own little sort of, like, strange way. Like, And you get that, to, like, be cool. alongside those heroes. Yeah, like, it's a, mm. it's a very clever idea. Yeah, that's cool. I, that, I, I'm a little, yeah. I... I, I think it's a little less dumb than I, I thought it was originally. So I think it's cool. Um, still not going to buy the game. Oh, no. I'll, it's... I'll wait for the Game Grumps. Let's play. Be- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just full, oh, God, full watch of Game Grumps playing that. Sonic Forces. Can't wait to see oh. their avatar. It's going to be an abomination. Oh, it's going to... And whatever it's called. Like, yeah. God damn. Oh, um, man, I want to watch that that Sonic, uh, Sonic Boom playthrough again because it is so funny. Just the fact I, they skipped it, an entire area. There's like highlights you can watch. Like sometimes I'll just chuck them on for the that's sake true, of it. Actually, that's so oh, funny. I might even do that. Yeah, it's really good. If you've never seen, if you've never seen Game Grumps, well, you should rectify that because Game Grumps are hilarious. Um, but they did a playthrough of like a full, well, quote unquote, full playthrough of Sonic Boom, uh, uh, Rise of Lyric. I think it's called the game before it gets patched as well. Yeah, before it, before it was patched. Um, more finished even um yeah, well <laughs> and yeah it's just this was garbage it's it's, it's, it's so, like a flaming pile so of trash funny though it's so funny it is definitely worth a watch it's probably the best way to experience that game for what i can tell i would say so yeah uh, anyway that's cool uh good work sega like yeah yeah smart move listening to their fans i guess which is I guess that's what they've been doing lately. They've been doing a pretty good job of that. Like things like their, uh, um, the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account and things like that. That's been, you know, listening to their fans and, Look, and every interacting step, with them. Every step they take, I be- I begin to believe a little bit more that, not for me, but like for for people who like Sonic games, Sonic Forces could be good. Yeah, I look. I that's that's what I hear as well. Like a lot of people who are into something that I either watch online or something like that are, are sort of going looks okay like could be fun I mean obviously everyone's still going nuts for Sonic Mania at the moment I'm excited for um, Sonic Mania I don't play Sonic games not since I'm gonna... again since the Genesis or whatever it was alright Kyron I was talking to you about this before and I'm gonna make it official here I'm gonna get Sonic Forces uh, Sonic Forces no, oh I'm boy get... you nearly committed you nearly whoa, committed to Sonic whoa, Forces whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 backtrack that one um <laughs> I'm going to get Sonic Mania when it comes out and I'm going to see whether it was just a case of me being a dumb kid and not knowing how, not knowing how to video game. <laughs> um, and whether or not the, you know, 15 odd years, 20 odd years of video game playing will have had an impact on me. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll get 2d Sonic now, but we'll have it. We'll I'll have a report on that later on the year when it comes out. I'll get it for my Switch. I'm getting it for my Switch. <laughs> mm, yeah, ironically so. 
But <laughs> hey, man, Sega, uh, Sega bowed out. This is the fate they got. They did. They lost. They lost they, the console wars. They lost pretty hard. Uh, anyway, <laughs> speaking of Nintendo card, should we move into our next story? Yes. Ooh, exciting. So we had a we had a Nintendo Direct this week. It was like a super surprise one as well. Yeah, it was like, I think like Monday or Tuesday, like, oh yeah, by the way, Thursday we're having Nintendo Direct. Okay. uh, 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 All right. It's like, so, but it's pretty good. It's continuing their trend, uh, Nintendo's trend of like getting all this shit out of the way before E3, which is making me even more excited for whatever they're going to have, whatever they have up their sleeve. Trying to stay, like keep in check. But with every one of these like little like, not bullshit, but like these little like, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like, I can't even think. But like all these things, that, like these necessary things to get out of the way before E3. These logically necessary things to get out. They're basically all just the they're, they're, they're like clearing clearing their slate. Like they're going, all right, That's, cool. Yeah. Arms yeah. comes out like next month, so they did a special direct like, for it this week. It's like two weeks away. Like yeah. Which detailed basically really the rest of the characters and a whole bunch of the game modes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool. It looks great. I'm still I'm still pretty interested in that game. Um, I'm a little disappointed that there's no real single player like like a campaign or anything like that. Um, I would have been happy with even just like a little, like I said, but I think I said it on a few weeks ago when we were talking about arms. But like having something like maybe like the a much better version of it, but like the Street Fighter story modes where you play each character and you play like three fights and you get a little bit of a story i'd i'd be okay with that but um doesn't seem like we're gonna get that no it just has the um basic arcade sort of yeah which i guess is what they're going for yeah i mean and like it's it's a good move especially seeing like how big of a like resurgence and everyone being so excited for for mario kart coming out on the switch everyone like you know huddling around like bringing their switch out and like, you know, putting in tabletop mode and playing with the joy cons or like linking up via like, like locally to play. Like, so to have that with, with arms is, would be cool. I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. Like a fun little fighting game. And Karen, can I just say that the arms theme song gets stuck in my head and I fucking love it. It's good. Is it that, is it that, Oh, do, do, do. I love it. I love it so much. I almost want to buy that game just for that song because it's so I, good. I I booted up the the demo just to like it's not live, but like you can you can open oh, up the demo itself. I need to download that actually and like listen to the music and it just it's good. It's good music. Oh, kind of. I'm gonna go do that now. Um, but yes, that's that's something else they announced as well. They're having a global test punch. I think they're calling it. Very cute twist on the Splatoon one, yeah, which is Global Test yeah, Fire. The, the Test Fire, yeah. So they're having a Global Test Punch. Um, you're having a few weekends of those leading up in the next few weeks. So I if you have switch, next weekend and the weekend after. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the one mode that they showed off was the party mode. I kind of like that mode where they're sort of like mixing up different formulas and having like 2v2 and having like different lobbies and things like that. I, I still don't understand exactly how it works, but that seems interesting because apparently you can have like, so you can have t- uh, up to 10 switches in a lo- like a local lobby, like all hooked up, but you'd also have two people playing per switch. So it's essentially you can have 20 players playing like in like a round robin tournament mode. I don't know. I don't I have no idea how it works really, but it looks cool. 
Um, yeah, I I I went from being like really about this game to I'm actually kind of keen. Like, I think it's gonna be like the Splatoon of like one on one fighters. I do wonder how it's gonna go coming out only a month before Splatoon two. That's yeah. That's probably not a from a on paper it's probably a good idea because like the Nintendo are doing what we've been saying that they should be doing like having like a oh, good yeah. steady release schedule of stuff coming up. Um, but those two are very similar games. They're they're very different, but they're also very similar well, in terms. They both of, have a focus on multiplayer, I guess. Is exactly. A big thing. But I mean, that's what they're going for at the moment. Again, like look at Mario Kart. Everyone's fucking going nuts for Mario Kart at the moment. You open up Twitter. Everyone's like, hey, join my, like, Grand Prix League. Join my... I'm playing, and then, like, people interacting with each other going, oh, I'm going to beat you next time. Ah, no, you won't. And I, it's like this resurgence of Mario Kart, which has never really gone away, but it's just it seems to be more prominent with this iteration of it. I don't know. But, yeah, ARMS looks good. Looks pretty good. And we got three new characters as well, I think, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so we got uh, Kid Cobra. He's like a skateboard, like, snake guy. He's Tony Hawk. He's Tony Hawk, yeah. It's pretty cool. His arena looked cool, too. We had, like, the little platforms that you could skate around on. I like the look at that. Uh, there's Bite and Bark, which is B-Y-T-E and B-A-R-Q, uh, which is, like, a, a police officer, a security robot, sorry, and he's uh, his little security robot dog and they fight together um he seems a little op from what i could tell like he's uh, got three arms but i mean he seems like he's basically like rosalina was in smash 4 where you control oh, okay. one character and the other character is sort of like they'll chip in but i don't you don't have direct control over them right that makes sense actually yeah so i assume there'll be there'll be some sort of balance there because like yeah even that sounds like a lot especially in a 1v1 basically to have you're fighting this guy who also has like a little helper yeah so i'm interested to see how that balances out it seemed like you could target it as well though very much like um rosalina yeah so i'm assuming it'll have like maybe a a small health pool and you can you can knock it out pretty quickly yeah and it'll go down Uh, for a set time yeah yeah so the third character is Twintel, which oh, the internet God. has fucking exploded over. Internet loves because, Twintel. Because because she she thick and T T H I C C double C actually. I think that's the correct that's what the kids use these days. I feel so old, Karen. Um yeah, I, I can feel you feeling old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got booty though. Like it's, Undeniable. And she's pretty cool, though, because, like, she doesn't actually have, like, stretchy arms. She has stretchy hair that works as arms. That doesn't seem fair, Joel. This, this uh-huh. game is called Arms. But she's look, she's drinking tea while she's Yeah, but this game is called Arms. Yeah, I know. I, I saw a great tweet. It's like, arms, more like hams. <laughs> I was like, yep, nailed it. That's exactly, that. that is a joke that I would have made. Had I not already seen that joke, that would that would have been exactly what I said at that exact moment in time. Um, yeah, she's like a cool movie star, and she uses her hair, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically it. Uh, they also had a new trailer for Splatoon 2, which is to sort of detail the single-player mode, um, which, if you've been following Nintendo's Facebook account, it's been really weird. Um, Just weird, like, 
excerpts and just yeah like excerpts of a story to do with Callie and Mari the squid sisters from the original after we tore them apart in the final splatfest of Splatoon where we had to choose Callie and Mari we did this yep that's uh it's fucking crazy that's really deep I didn't even think of it that way we caused this rift and now we have to go rectify it we're gonna save I forget mm. which one I can't remember which one. I was like, I, I, I think, was like, I hope I you remember because I can't. I think it's Kelly. Yeah, maybe we'll get Kelly. I feel like it's either. I think it's Kelly. Yeah. It's one of them. It's Kelly or Mari. You, you've got to help one of them find the other one, basically. <laughs> um, that's that's the single player campaign, which is cool. I, I that's great because the single player campaign of Splatoon, like the original Splatoon, was really good. It was a really good campaign. It was surprisingly um, good. Just, yeah, it taught you the mechanics of the game and different ways you could use them. It seems to be more of that here, which is good. I'm totally okay with that because, obviously, this is sort of another... This is a second launch for Splatoon because I guess maybe not a lot of people played it on the Wii U because it was on the Wii U. I mean, we saw it happen with Mario Kart 8, like, coming to the Switch. Exactly. And I think Splatoon's going to have a very, very similar um, response to it it and reaction. But, Kyron, the biggest news of this week, uh, nearly nearly 24 hours ago, we got our first official look at gameplay and other elements of Destiny 2, Bungie's uh, MMO but not MMO shooter. <laughs> um, Appropriate description, because that seems to be what they're sticking to. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you summed that up perfectly when we were talking before. That they, they just need to stop pussyfooting around. They're getting closer. Like every time, mm. they get closer. Des- lot, Destiny Three lot, will be a full-on MMO, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this seems a lot more like it. Um, there's a lot of they they dished out quite a fair bit of info at this um, event. It was packed. It was like, yeah, it was like an hour-long stream, um, and then afterwards, a whole bunch of people who were there got to go play the game. Um, which is cool. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, I think the big. I, I want to talk the big. The, the like, what I think is a pretty important one out of the out of the way at first. Um, which is the essentially matchmaking they're adding to this game. Um, so one of the biggest things about Destiny One, like I never got to do. I've said this before. I never got to do any of the raids. I never stepped foot in the Vault of Glass. I never, like came within an, an inch of buddy Crota. I none of that. Like I never got to see it. It was I was on the outside, like pressed up against the glass and just going, Boy, it sure looks fun in there, guys. Looks like you're having a really good time. I wish I could do it, but I can't because I don't have enough people to play with. Um So their way that they they're sort of addressing that is for starters they're adding guilds to the game, which is cool. Um so you can run your own guild. They're gonna be certain rewards for those sort of things as well. Um, but from that, they're introducing this thing, what they're calling guided games, I think, is what they called it. Yeah, that was the name of the, of the game mm. type. So, so guided games is basically... It's matchmaking. Uh, it's matchmaking, but the way that they're, they're, they're trying to set it up is an interesting spin on matchmaking, I think, which is cool. I think that, I think they did it a lot in, uh, a lot of people did that in WoW as well, did this sort of similar thing. Where basically, if you're just say you're a single player, like you're a solo player, and 
you've done a whole bunch of stuff and you really want to like check out what the raid's like or like the um uh what's it called the night nightfall nightfall thank you the nightfall uh strikes and things like that you want to check it out see what they're like um essentially this via this guided game things you could flick through a whole bunch of different uh clans maybe that are looking for an extra player to go run the raid or run the the nightfall strike all that sort of stuff um you could link up with them and they'll essentially guide you through and show you like help you out basically um it's cool. I, I like the way that they're trying to build that kind of community thing, which again, like you said, is weird that they're not. That's a very MMO thing to do. Yeah, I mean, like playing Final Fantasy fourteen online, like mm. doing all the dungeons was basically a matter of doing Duty Finder, which is basically matchmaking. Because mm. I was mostly solo queuing and just getting thrown into into parties to do the stuff. So, I mean, I'm glad it's here finally in Destiny. Like it should have been here from the start, but hey, at least it's Absolutely, here now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, they they gave some, they even sort of gave some sort of a little, little backhanded comments about that during their, like them trying to describe about their version of matchmaking, saying they thought that you know the internet was too toxic for this to happen and all sorts of stuff. It's like okay, I get, I get where you're coming from. Why you didn't put it in there? But it would have made life a lot easier. Um, well, especially to say all that and then be like, okay, but we're adding it to Destiny too. Yeah, 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 and like that—that that was one of the, the opening things that um, was it Luke Smith, like one of the the, the heads on the game, um, he was saying is like basically only f- about fifty percent of players got to do any of the raids at all, and there's a whole other fifty percent that were basically locked out from a chunk of the game that from, they paid honestly for. the best parts of Destiny were in the raids exactly, and that's what's so frustrating for me. Like I I kept hearing that. And I'd watch the raids, and I'd be like, "This looks fucking great. I want to fucking do it, but I can't." Um, so yeah, the the opportunity for me to move for anyone like that to to experience them is 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 a cool idea. Um, but I thought that was probably it's probably a, a a good thing to sort of the the big thing I took away from it anyway. There's one other big thing that I took away from it, but that uh, that's for a bit later, I guess. Um, but. Like the uh, three new subclasses for the 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 main classes. I think I think they're still subclasses, aren't they? Are they? Like it says new subclasses in this in this particular yeah. Eurogamer right roundup. So I don't know if they're keeping their supers from the other games or Cause, what. Yeah, they've been completely clear on that yet, though. Well, I can't imagine they'd be keeping their supers because that's the whole point of of this game because. If you've seen any of the the trailers and stuff like that, and um, probably by now you've seen the gameplay trailer as well, um, the, the first mission is basically you fighting on the tower that's being invaded by the Cabal. So, and basically they they sort of see the traveler and go, "I'm having that," and uh, everyone with their with light or the the, the magical powers gets them <laughs> taken away. Um, so, which is, like, I like the fact that they gave context for the fact that they're going back to square one and going, no, everyone's back at square one now. They're just like, well, everything's fucked. So everything that you owned is either destroyed or has been held captive. So, um... Which is fine. It's just, mm. it does make the time I spent with Destiny 1 pointless. We were beta testers, Karen. 
That's that's what it was. It's an expensive beta test, Joel. It's a really expensive beta test, but like really, that's what it was. And and look, I'm not. It's, it's kind of unfair to say that as well because I I mean, say that in a like a negative sense because we did, we were beta testing that, but that game did evolve quite a lot because you look at um, Taken King. Like when that came out, that was like oh okay. This is this is what Destiny should have been like originally, and now we're seeing Destiny two. We're like, well, that's what Destiny one should have been like. <laughs> that's um, what that is what I took away from this event, basically. And I mean, I, I played a lot of Destiny, so mm. I, I was there, and I I definitely don't regret playing that much of it. But the no. event was just basically like, hey, this is Destiny two, which is what Destiny one should have been. But it looks cool, so whatever. Yeah. Oh, look, I, we're gonna, we're both gonna play it. Um, and was I was like. I like you said. Like I, I don't regret any of the time that I spent with Destiny. I spent probably less time than you did because I didn't even play Rise of Iron. Um, it was okay. Yeah, it looked cool. You got wolves and stuff. Got wolves. I mean, I, 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 cool. you didn't get wolves yourself, but you got to see the other guys' wolves. That's cool. Wolves were there and they looked awesome. Like that was what I was most sad about. I was like, mm, I don't get to see the wolves. But um, like the time we spent, like I got my. PS4 my wife like it was my Christmas and birthday present from her that she got me early which was my PlayStation 4 the white Destiny bundle um, that came with Destiny I remember picking it up at, at midnight and going home and plugging it all in and jumping online linking up with you and just being like because I was back again like I've said before like when we were both working like like late shifts so we'd get home at the same time sit down and be like Destiny <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And it was like a good like three weeks, like solidly, where every night we'd come home, play a bit of Destiny. And it was so much fun. Like that was the first game I really played online communicating via headset with someone at all, really. Because when we used to play Mass Effect, I used to play, I used to come to your house and well, like we, lag we did, my... We did Mass Effect and Borderlands Land style. Yeah, exactly. So like, because, you know, the... PS3 was pretty rubbish, but... Holy shit, uh, it was bad. It was not good. Uh, so, I mean, the PS4 is not much better, but it's better. Com- compared to the PS3, it's, yeah, absolutely. it's a huge improvement. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I had so much fun playing that, and that was sort of the, the game that opened me up to other experiences, like Overwatch now, which is one of my... I fucking love Overwatch. Like, we, we played again this week, you know, we booted it up again now that most of us have finished persona and we're like yep let's do it we'll go back to it i had a great time it was fun i got into um, i don't know whatever the rank above gold is is it platinum still i, I don't even care about ranks anymore Karen. i don't want to talk about it um the jolts where garbage. the fun is it's got no, no I, i'm okay with playing competitive play i just don't want to talk about rankings because it's <laughs> fucked i got screwed over this season Karen, and yeah, i'm not blizzard, happy about it blizzard got you good I fuck. I'm not happy about it. So that's why I've 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 boycotted most of this season, mainly because of the persona of it. Um, but yeah, a lot of like you know, so the the new subclasses have got a lot of uh, cool new weapons. That uh, that Dawnblade looks pretty mighty, mighty nice, Kyron. So we'll go over them, I guess. Yeah. So okay. Warlock has Dawnblade, which is mm-hmm. it seems to be like their fire ability, which was previously oh, was it Sunwalker or something like that? I don't know what it was. Sunbringer? Sunbringer, something like that. But Dark Souls yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, we basically praise the sun. Uh, yep. So Dawnblade, basically, you get a, like, 
you get like little fire wings and a fire sword and you sort of fly mm-hmm. around and just rain down fire projectiles on the enemies. It looks yeah. incredibly cool. It looks fucking awesome because that was one of the, that was the one they showed off in the the gameplay from the first mission. Sunsinger when, was its name. Sunsinger, that's it. Yeah. No, like when when the the person in the the gameplay demo like activated it and like launched up into the air with this like flaming sword, I was like, "What the fuck? This is great!" Um, it's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, so the, the Titans have got Sentinel, which yep. is basically your captain. You become Captain America, essentially. Yep. You yep. get a shield. You can block damage. You can throw your shield like Captain America. You are Captain or, America. Or to a lesser extent, Athena from Borderlands. Joel, who if, was if, just Captain if, America? I know. If but... I had to ask you who popularized the uh, just general I, shield only combat, who would you say it was? I don't want to rule out. It was Captain America. Forgetting, uh, I don't want to forget like anyone to forget about Athena because Athena was very cool. She still is very cool. She she's was cool. In, she's great in Tales I, from the Borderlands as well. I um, play as a fan. She was better in Tales from the Borderlands than she was. Yeah, in she Borderlands. was much better in Tales. Whatever. Um, she was a character in Tales from the Borderlands. Um, yeah, that helps. Yeah, but yeah, so it's basically Captain America, which is cool. You can, like whip it around and stuff. And then once again, the hunters, of course, get cool stuff as well because yep. apparently Bungie just don't really like Titans. Yeah, we were we were lucky to get the fire hammers, but oh well. Yeah, we peaked with the fire hammer. Yeah, so hunters get arc striker, which is sort of like blade dancer from Destiny One, where they have like the electric knife. Except this time, it's like a glowing electric staff, and they just yep. flip around and shit on the ground. That yeah, and just like, look cool. They look cool. Yep. Hunters hey, look, and warlocks, man. Look seriously, the 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 Titan. Captain America Shield still looks pretty cool. It's cool, but I've done that in Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm like, so here's the thing: Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Because it said you can. No, you'll you'll be able to import. So I'll import my dumb Titan. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like you, you can apparently they they have said that you can import your character across, but obviously not without. And they'll they'll retain the way they look. And where is it? Hmm. So characters who have completed the Black Garden story mission and have reached level 20 will have their race, class, and appearance carry over from the first game. Um, this is a really great article on Eurogamer. It's basically they break down the entire stream uh, and a little bit more as well, like other things that were obviously mentioned throughout the day and the event, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so that's the three new subclasses. Um... Other really cool things, there's four new planets to go to, um, four new areas, which is really awesome. Yeah, uh, so it looks like we're going to a new part of Earth, which I guess, again, makes sense. Like, mm. Earth is where we would obviously start, based on how the game starts. Yeah. Uh, look, it's... Uh, apparently, the, it's called... So, it's called the European Dead Zone, and I thought I heard somewhere that it was like an early idea they scrapped from the first one, from Destiny 1. And they've obviously just made it bigger. Um, That's apparently a thing. it's yeah. With with four zones again in this game, they better be big because well, apparently the European Dead Zone, uh, Bungie have described it as twice as big as any environment seen in the original game. Cool, so... cool. Hopefully the other areas are as big because I definitely you can you can tell on Destiny One like the areas get they may not get 
noticeably smaller, but they felt smaller as you got it further in that game. That's very true, yeah. Especially, like, considering, like, one of them wasn't even an area. It's just a place you go to watch cutscenes. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's the thing. These areas, they might not be... Even if they're not bigger, they might be more packed with stuff because they've added a whole bunch of different types of side quests and things. Um, so patrols are still there, which, you know... That's pretty stock standard. Basically, that's your grind fest that you would go and do. Um, then the public events and things like that, and then like chests and all that kind of business. And but there's two new ones as well, which are adventures, which are like little side missions, um, which you get from like like quests from uh, like quest givers in the world, uh, and lost sectors, which are apparently marked on your map as new places to explore with a cache of treasure and a boss to fight waiting at the end of it. So they seem like little mini dungeons. Yeah, they seem like they'll be like mini strikes. Yeah, which is cool. I'm I'm down for that. Like, uh, And to keep tabs on all of that, there's also a map that you can sort of open up and look at the area and go, oh, cool, there's a thing over there that I haven't done. Thank God. Yeah, and it's, it's going to keep tabs on all the, the things like the, these new adventures and stuff like that, uh, adventures and lost sectors and patrols and whatnot, but also the um, public events as well. When they pop up, you can see on the map where they are Again, and fact, head for them. When I when we used to run public events here, we'd have to use like uh, like websites and stuff that people have created mm. to track them. It's nice that I'll be able to do it in game this time. Yeah, it's well. I mean, that goes back to a lot of the things from the first game, like guilds. A lot of people yeah. are still running guilds for it, it's just that they weren't in game like they weren't able to manage them in game yeah and like matchmaking if you wanted to do anything like that you had to use you like i think it. it was fire team or something you could use yep or even if you've had like you know you could join like lfg group uh like it is, on facebook and stuff as well LFG. Mm. so and yeah um, you just look for people yeah and just be like hey guys i'm looking to do this but look they're doing it all in game now which is good uh but you know what Joel? speaking of that map brings up another mm-hmm. very important point no more going to orbit unnecessarily. Yes. Holy crap. Great. Transitioning from just just on the menu. No more of this like, all right, go to orbit, yep, pick your location, all right, now fly over there. It's no, like yep. that's too many too many unnecessary screens. Just go from fly one point up. to the other. It's like fly down, do the mission, fly up, pick new mission, fly back down. It's like, no, but that's obviously wasting fuel. Yeah, this is on inefficient. That's it's not, not a good way to do things. I'm wasting my time because, I mean, I love my ships, but I don't want to stare at them that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously, if you've played Destiny, one of the most important things of Destiny is loot. Yeah, there's, there's lots, a lot there's of new lots stuff. Of loots. Like, weapons lots of new lots stuff. have been redesigned. Yeah, that's really cool. So, there's like, uh, what is it? Uh, so, now, the, the kinetic epons, uh, weapons, energy weapons, and power weapons. So, power weapons are things like grenade launchers and and like heavy weapons essentially um and then the so a lot of like primary and secondary types are i i like classed as kinetic and energy weapons um so basically you can have like two primary a primary secondary and and a heavy weapon at all times which is cool yeah we've just renamed it a bit uh yeah which is good because I, the one of the things I don't like about Destiny is how few of the primary weapons actually have like. Well, hopefully, this means that you'll be you get more primaries that have elemental damage on them. Yeah, I hope so too because I fucking love all the elemental stuff. I, I'm always a sucker for elemental damage weapons in like shooters, especially. Thank you, Borderlands. Um, 
but yeah, like, should be fun. Don't worry, exotics are back still as well. They'll be there, yeah. and we'll never see them. Yeah, I saw we... one. I had my uh, what was it? I had my my uh, like Magnum pistol that I had that was fucking awesome. Can't remember what it was, but it was great. Got me through most of the game. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I use it so much. Uh, a whole bunch. Of, it looks like the story is going to be actually in the game and not in Grimoire cards. Thank God. Yes, thank you. There's a fixing a lot of things problem, uh, wrong with it. But obviously the game's coming out on PC, Karen. Yes. So there's been lots of talk about whether or not where this game is going to be distributed. Um, whether it was going to be on Steam, like some weird bungee thing that they're going to do. Uh, but the obvious choice, I didn't even think about it. I actually hadn't even thought of this. The fact that Bungie's like, uh, Destiny's been overseen by Activision, who also owned Blizzard, so, apparently, Destiny Two is going to be available on Battle.net and Battle.net alone, which is big because it's the first non-Blizzard made game on Battle.net. Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's it's really cool. It's also a big fuck you to Steam as well. Well, yeah, I mean, so instead of like having to fiddle through your Steam's Steam friends list, like basically Destiny Two's friend list will go through your Battle.net one. Yep, which which is know, awesome. It's fine. Battle.net launch is good. Yeah, the Battle Net launch is great. Like I like used it recently a lot because we were playing Heroes of the Storm. So it's it's great. It works well. It's not like it's not as much of a resource hog as Steam is. Steam's such a sucks I mean, this life out of your computer. I mean, the advantage is like Steam has literally God knows how many games, and oh, Battle Net has like, like what six maybe. It's it's like you know it's definitely like Steam's still like, like I don't hate steam it's just that yeah like the if we're looking at the two of them the battle net launch is really cool really great works really well plus so, this way uh, activision don't have to give any of their money to valve exactly as well which is good for them i'm sure they're very excited by that prospect what's the what's the uh downside of it coming to pc virgil uh the downside what's the downside for us oh of course coming after yeah so we have so basically there's no date there's no release date yep. at this point the console versions come out september 8th i'm pretty sure yeah so that's for ps4 and xbox one it's one yep. pc version is coming but it will be after the console versions launch of course which i hate to say it like i'm not surprised no absolutely it a, not it is a bummer honestly i mean we we're like you and I, as as people and game players, are going through that at the moment because, like, things for the Switch are like coming to the Switch at a later date. Yeah, like you know, it's like uh, we, this week it was uh, Lego uh, Marvel Super Heroes two. So it's coming to the Switch. Great. Uh, yeah, we don't know when. And even at some point, even Rhyme, like that comes out on yeah. consoles this month, and Switch is like eh, later in the year, maybe sometime. Yeah. It's like, like, all right, I guess. So it's definitely frustrating. Mm, absolutely, I definitely feel that. Especially considering a lot of people who are PC, like primarily PC gamers that have been wanting to play Destiny. It might be something right up their alley. I'm like, we finally get to play it. It's like, when? I Soon. We'll tell you soon. We don't know yeah. anymore. But um, uh, if you are patient, Virgil, if you are a patient person mm-hmm. and you are happy to wait for Destiny 2 on PC, it will have an uncapped frame rate. 
Which is nice. Which is, like, uh, the console versions, I'm pretty sure, are locked to about 30 FPS from what Bungie would, was saying. wouldn't be surprised, yeah. PC is uncapped. Also, 4K will be there. Oh, Jesus. So, but, like, Destiny 2 is going to look gorgeous on a, yeah. super, a souped-out PC. Like, those games are already, like, very nice to look at. Like, that's one of the best things about Destiny 1. Like, those environments were, fu- like... Best skyboxes. Oh, yeah. Best skyboxes yeah, in game, Destiny. Really great skybox. And, like, some of the ones that I've seen, like, you can see in the, 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 the gameplay trailer they released. Like, there's that one with, like, the that sort of... I, I assume it's, like, where the Traveler was or something. Like, that half orb that's, like, smoking off in the distance. Who like, knows? Oh, like, gorgeous. But, um, so, yeah, on, on, like, a super rig. That'd be crazy, but... But I think that's a good time to lead into our questions, don't you think, Kyron? I think it is, because... I mean, we got, we got asked a question, but I think we knew the answer to all along, but... Yeah, exactly. It's probably not going to be a very long discussion on this one. Uh, Ashley Noakes, uh, a, good friend of, a good friend of mine, who's also got his own... Uh, he's running a Twitch channel at the moment. Uh, he's doing pretty well for himself, actually. I think today he just ate a habanero pepper because he got a certain amount of subs. Um... So and it didn't go very well, according to his Facebook status. Uh, I think if you find out he's a Ninja Noxy, which is N-I-N-J-A-N-O-S-K-E-Y, I think from memory. I'm sorry, Noxy, if I've misspelt that, feel free to plaster it on our on our Facebook wall, and I'll I'll get it right but next time. Specifically directed at Joel, because it's, yeah, it's, it's on Joel. Yeah, definitely, it's my fault. Yeah, the current is current is a, a, an innocent party in this situation. Uh, but uh, Nosy asks us very simply: Destiny Two, will you get it on PC or PS4? Well, we're getting it on PS4 because yeah, I have a laptop that's about three years old. So I think I think my laptop would just like op- openly weep if I tried to install Destiny Two on it. And even if I did have a PC that could run it, I just predominantly the people who I will be playing with will be on PS4. And that's the thing, yeah. I Look, if it's a good game, and if I had, like I was saying to you before, if I had like a monster rig and I like could play those games, I'd probably consider maybe even buying it again, If I, especially if I had people who I was playing with on PC. Because um, I've thought about that with Overwatch. Like if, I had a, like if I had a computer that could run Overwatch competently, I would buy it again. Because one... The, Blizzard can have my money because they've already taken money from me from loot boxes, so that's fine. Um, they can have more of it. Uh, but it's such a good game, and I want to play it on a different on on PC where it's it's pretty much a different game. It's like a different like snipers are an actual you know viable choice compared to the console. Um, we say that, man, but we've been sniped a lot. That's true. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just really bad at it. But like, you know what I mean. Like, you've got more control over it and a lot more precise aiming. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to be on PS4 because that's what we play on. That's what we play on. We don't. We don't. I don't. I don't fuck with PC that much. I mean, it's good that it's going to be available though. Like, that's really cool. Oh, I'm so excited that it is. Like, because there's so many people out there that. Uh, not that I know of personally, but I, I, I've read around about people just like, man, I'd love to play Destiny, but I'm stuck here on my PC, I guess. It's, well, like, it's just a lot of people in general, like because it's a, a first-person shooter. Like, FPS yeah. games, PC, match made in heaven, really. Yeah. I, I, but, uh, how long did it take for Halo, really, to get on PC? 
had to get combat evolved gearbox yeah yeah like combat evolved that was pretty close to like i think i don't have a dates man you're the one digging this up i don't know the dates either but like you know i bought it on pc if it helps (laughs) yeah i did as well um but yeah like it's like it's, it's Bungie sort of like you know taking that jump onto PC, which is a good, a good thing. They haven't really done much of that in the past. Cool. I mean, Bungie are still probably like the kings of console FPS controls. Oh god, yeah, absolutely. And they they know how to make it. They know how to make shooting people feel really good. Every single time I pull that trigger in Destiny One, mm-hmm. it's like oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, this no matter so what fun. weapon you were using, it felt. Shooting, running, sliding, jumping, gliding. Like, everything mm-hmm. in Destiny 1 felt good on that controller. And honestly, so, that's why I'm going back for 2. Because that, oh, yeah. that's that's what I loved about that game. Is it just felt... It was fun to play. It was a fun game. The only problem was it didn't have, like, the full experience to back it up. But, it like, it sounds yeah. like Destiny 2 will. So yeah. it should be a f- the perfect combination. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But to answer your question, Noxie, PS4, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We are right. we are console plebs. Yeah, we are. We are the scrub lords. Um So yeah, that's great. So go go give Nancy some love. He's really, really genuinely awesome, lovely person. I've actually done a couple of videos with him, um, where I played Just Cause Two, I think. It's Just Cause Two or three Yeah, it was two, I'm pretty sure. Um it's just me dicking about with him playing Just Cause. Uh, and another friend of ours, and also sat in on him, and my other friend playing Arkham City. I'm pretty sure as well. Um, but yeah, he's a really good dude. Uh, go check out his streams and show him some love. But it wouldn't be a dialogue options podcast without a question from our global globe trotter, Sean Kirkpatrick. <laughs> I'm starting to lose it, Kyron. <laughs> starting to lose it a little bit. But Sean asks us this week, what old school web-based games were you obsessed with? I'm talking RuneScape, Neopets, all those sneaky lunchtime school computer sessions. Um, I used to play uh, on my school computers at lunchtime uh, SNES emulators. <laughs> That's what I used to play. It's not really a web-based game, but um, there were like yeah, a like- lot of flash animation sites that I used to go to, basically. Yeah, basically Newgrounds, just Newgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, Newgrounds. I, the one for me was always like stickdeath.com. Stickdeath was always fun, which is all like the stick figures fighting and things. They were always really cool. Um, and another one that I dragged up before called killfrog.com, which had like a series called Bad Clues, uh, Bad's Clues, which is like a very, 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 very graphic version of um, like a very NSFW version of Blue's Clues and uh, they had like a Survivor one and all these like weird sort of like TV show rip-off things that were sort of like interactive novels essentially. Um, That's what mines were. That was, yeah. Like I said, I can't remember anything in particular really. Like just in general, like playing PC at school would be SimCity 2000. Yep. But as for web-based games, yeah, just I remember spending a lot of time on Newgrounds and if I wasn't playing a web-based game there like a flash game i was watching like an eager raptor video or something right back yeah. in the early days the early days in the olden the days, days of metal gear remember, awesome how how weird is it to think that like we we vaguely remember a time before the internet existed 
I know. That, Imagine how much weirder it is for people who are older than us. <laughs> like, yeah, I like. It's so crazy to think about that. What do we do? <laughs> I don't know. We like I talk know, to man. people. Like, we talk to each other. Is that we, what we used watch to do? TV? Yeah, I guess. Play Nintendo. Yeah, like. I mean, that oh, hasn't changed. I guess. Anyway. Um, no, there was a, a another one that I I just thought of and I've lost it again. Oh, I remember going to Shockwave. Like you remember, like Shockwave Flash plugin. Yeah, they yeah. had like Shockwave Arcade. Oh, and they had like a whole bunch of games on there. I remember playing like OG Spy Hunter. He's a fucking Jeez. love Spy Hunter. He used to play it on Shockwave Arcade. It'd take like five minutes to load, and, then, and by the time it loads, the teacher would come over and be like, "Get back to work." I'm like, "Okay, yes." <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was a good memory. I think playing that one. But yeah, like that's never got into RuneScape. I hear a lot of people did though. I I dabbled in it briefly. Yeah, it didn't last I I, long. Yeah, I I tried and I was like, yeah. It's a very like a very intimate, intimidating game for VHO. Was that one? I think I booted yeah, it up. It, I was like, what the heck is this game? What's uh, going on? What are we walking around in this? Uh, uh, people are talking and asking for stuff. Yeah, like, what's uh, happening? Yeah. Like now, I'm sure kids now will have like a pretty good understanding of what MMOs are and just be like, yeah. Kids these days would probably play Minecraft in between classes and That's in class. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. They like legitimately in class as well yeah. as part of their curriculum. Yeah. Lucky which is kids. fucking awesome. And I'm so jealous. It's exciting um, for the future. I think I dabbled with Neopets as well, briefly. Oh. I, I just had a memory of like, of Neopets briefly. I vaguely well. remember Neopets stuff and like... Feeding them and doing the mini games and yeah, yeah, getting just there was Neopets was a weird time. Yeah, it was. It was like digital Tamagotchis and I'm pretty sure mine would all be dead. Oh god, yeah, like mine would be like <laughs> decomposed into like there'd be a tree now or something in the Neopets world. Or I don't know. Fucking that's know. dark. That's dark. Yeah. On that note, Karen, <laughs> you want to wrap it up on that note, do you? <laughs> It went too dark, and now so. it's it. <laughs> I did. I can't. I can't do any more, Karen. It's fine. We, we are actually. This is a sort of a bumper episode at this point. This so it really we, is, isn't it? Yeah. I blame. I blame Destiny. Yeah, I blame Destiny as well. We're, also, I blame the fact that we're just gearing up for E three. Ah, it's so close, Joel. So close. We're like what? Like three weeks away now. Yeah, about that. Yeah. The, e- the, the judges have been judging E three games. They have. Yes. Oh. oh, I'm so excited, Karen. Which means they know so much more than we do right now, Joel. They do, they do. And it might, that that might not even be the whole story of what we're going to find out either, but... No. They know things. Oh, they know things. They know All right. Things. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yep, let's do it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Once again, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook where you can just find us the dialogue options. You can throw us a like there. You can comment on our statuses and yell at us or ask us questions. We're happy yep. to whatever. Uh, you can correct us on the spelling of your, uh, of your Twitch channel. As well. <laughs> but I only blame Joel and not me. Yeah. Not just me. Just me. Karen's a good guy. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at dialogue options. You can send us an email, you know, emails exist and we still check our email inboxes like sophisticated adults. We do. You, yes. you can shoot them over to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. Uh, as for indi- us individually, you can find me on Twitter at LemonManX. 
where I just, I'm just I'm not tweeting much at the moment actually I'm just playing Prey I, did, I went on a massive Game of Thrones binge last Saturday and then just yep. tweeted about Attack on Titan that's basically it really <laughs> yeah, what, have I, what have I been tweeting about I don't know well first where can they find you you can find me at Jolly Mac um <laughs> the last thing I the last thing I retweeted uh, was a tweet that just said Tracer is going to be a bitch in Crucible, um, <laughs> which I thought was quite, pretty funny. So yeah, that's probably the last thing I I, I retweeted. That's not bad. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty. Maybe good. with that one, that one was pretty funny. I had a bit of a giggle at that when I was going to bed. Also, I I keep forgetting to do it, Joel, and you've been mm. good at doing it in the past. But if you do listen to us on iTunes. Please feel free to like to you know give us a cheeky little bit of a, a rating, a little bit of a please, review. Please do more than feel free. Please absolutely do that. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to you know yeah. give some agency. No, no, <laughs> it's 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 really important. Like it is a really great way of us getting out. Speaking there of which, also. we need to sort of fix it a bit because like we pop up as like unknown artist. <laughs> oh, do we? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's something in, with the, the metadata of a podcast or something. I don't oh, know. Oh God. Okay, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> But still, go there and review us and stuff. Please, it's, it's cool. please, yeah, look us up and and <laughs> give us a give us a nice rating. We'd love that. But uh, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux strike witches get bitches take us out, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Hey y'all, see ya. <laughs>